What's poppin' fam? Welcome to Don't Touch My Mindset, a podcast that is designed to uplift, inspire, and motivate you, and most importantly, share tools to help you protect that mindset. Sunday. Happy, happy, beautiful day. Um, we have a very, very special guest from all the way on the other side of the world down in Australia. Good, good friend of mine. Guess where we met? This awesome place named Clubhouse. Great app. You should check it out. The people there are pretty, pretty effing amazing. <laughs> Yo, I am your host, Jay Chase, and I am just feeling inspired, feeling thrilled. I'm focused. I feel like I'm getting to know myself as I do more of these pivotal moments. But yo, this has just been an amazing journey. The people I'm meeting, the things that I'm learning, the stories that I'm hearing are truly, truly incredible. If you missed any of the other ones, please go back, listen to them, rate, review, please subscribe to the podcast. Um, we got Wednesday, happy mindset day. And then we got pivotal moments on Sundays. So we're just rocking and rolling. Um, if you want to be on the show, if you want to share your pivotal moment, please, please, please reach out to me at DJ Chase on Instagram or at Don't Touch My Mindset on Instagram. Uh, check out the website. Check out some hoodies. We got some great projects coming up. I got some live Zooms inside of the Don't Touch My Mindset community, which is absolutely amazing. Um, the way they were rolling up our sleeves and getting to work. Yes. <laughs> Oh, man. Check the show notes. Uh, please, please connect with us. Um, enjoy this episode of Pivotal Moments. Yo, I am super excited, super inspired to introduce another wonderful guest all the way from freaking Australia. Dude. Um, this is Darren. Darren, I do not know how to say your last name, so you're going to have to tell me, but I'm super excited to have you on the show. Welcome to Don't Touch My Mindset. Darren, how are you? Tell us about you. Hey, Jay, it's good to, good to finally meet you on video. My name's uh, Darren No, just just like Darren No. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love it. Yes. Um, I'm 29 years old, I'm just a normal bloke from Sydney. Um, I have a background in construction, but very recently I just um, on my on a journey for manhood. Uh, it's so it's very new to me, and um, yeah, and I'm also working on just working on things to help men. Um, how I'm gonna do that? I'm still figuring that out. Um, so at this stage, I'm just sharing what I've learned the past year or two. Um, on manhood and um, I just um, just to share my knowledge to anyone who wants to listen and wants to grow themselves as well um, so that's pretty much me in the, uh, in the gist of it so yeah <laughs> man you already have sparked so much in me and I'm like oh I got questions on questions on questions <laughs> I'm excited to have you have you here brother of course you're here to share that pivotal moment in your life where you're like, okay, time to take control, time to, for a little mindset shift. 
there's one thing that I have really, really enjoyed about doing these pivotal moments and, and, and hearing people's story and edifying them really is, is that I'm learning so much. And so I'm super excited to learn about you. And, and you're not a normal bloke. I, I believe that everyone is unique and, spe and special in their own way. We are all blessed, all blessed. So I'm excited to have you here. I'm excited to learn something. So how long have you been doing construction? Let's, let's get the small talk out of the way, of course, right? Yeah, sure. Uh, I've been doing construction for almost uh, nine years. Um, I, what I basically do is I calculate um, everything that's required to build a project and I'll calculate how much it's going to cost. So say, for example, say you have a mansion design, you, you, your dream mansion, you know, and you will mm. come to me and say, Darren, uh, how much this mansion is going to cost me to build? So I'll do all these calculations. I'll measure how, how, many, how much concrete you need or the steel or the wood, et cetera, et cetera, all the materials that you, are, you need to build your mansion. I will calculate how much you need or how much it's going to cost you. And so that when you go out to the builders, when you go out to ask the builders, hey, how much is going to cost me to build my mansion? And they'll give you a quote. Uh, they say it's going to cost you like a million dollars, for example. Mm -hmm. And you have my price because it's mine's sort of like an estimate, right? So mm -hmm. it gives you an idea how much your mansion should cost. Ballpark in 2020. So you just make sure you don't get ripped off. I'm there just to protect you in terms of costs and risk management. So that's pretty much. I love that. I love that. I love that. Um, I got some questions about that, but more of that's that's super interesting. And I love that you've been uh, doing that for nine years, dude. I've, I've been selling cars for almost nine years now. It's just super interesting. Yeah, because uh, I'm 28 and I'll be I'll be 29 in June. So look at that Mir mirrors of each other across the world. I love it. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're just out here trying to serve at a higher purpose because the reason that I sell cars is not even because I like cars. I like people, I like their stories. I like, I like I'm like. i interested in helping people. I tell people all the time, I'm not just a salesperson. I'm not here to just sell you something. I'm here to help you make an informed car buying decision. And whether that's in my favor or not, I'm here to do the best that I can. Um, so I, I, you know, hats off to what you do, Darren. That's that's very honorable. You help people save money and make smart decisions. So that that's definitely needed in the crazy world that we have today, one hundred percent. So let's 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 dive a little bit. Let's think back to that pivotal moment. Let's let's see when was it? What was it? What was going on in your life? Give me some context. I'm ready. So I've been on this journey of uh, truth seeking. Um, ever since I uh, got into a car accident, and just from then on, I just uh, started. I felt like I was woken up only recently. So I'm 29. I felt like um, I only started living like two, three years ago. Wow. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. I was a I was a boy who was always seeking comfort. Uh, didn't have any drive, didn't have pretty much anything. He would always um, stay at home and play video games because he was suffering from uh, 10 years of back injury as well. So that's why he was always seeking comfort because he's mm. always in pain. Mm. Um, but now only recently I'm on a journey of just wanting to improve myself as a man. Um, and I 
moment and I thought about what, uh, you know, when is this pivotal moment of mine that I wish to discuss. And I would say is um, when I, this is going to make you laugh, is when I met a certain girl. <laughs> of course, of course. It's, it's always like, a girl. Yeah. I think you would agree. It's always a girl. It's always it's a girl. It's always a girl, I right? Because that. that's, that's real. That's real. There's not one that's man cool. that's listening to this that didn't have a pivotal moment with a woman. I promise you that. 100%. I feel like it's a very common story, right? So mm-hmm. um, her, name's, her name was Christine. Mm. Uh, and we only, uh, we met like, a, a, I think um, we met to the mid-2018 and we'd be talking on Instagram after that, after we met. And then uh, six months later, we decided to date and uh, we dated and uh, I, I, we just really got along and um, then progressed to a relationship and to, and to love. And, you know, Jay, it was uh, this woman to me um she didn't do anything but you know you meet someone and she just motive uh inspires you to be better mm-hmm. you know what i mean absolutely kind of thing. absolutely and, um, and ever since i met her and we, uh, the long talks and the connection that we had man I, I just i just felt like i need to grow i need to be better like yeah. just not not for her but for me as well because I was coming from the mindset of like, I want to be the best man I can be. <clears throat> you know what I mean? And yes. um, ever since then, like, I just, yeah, it's just like, I gotta, I gotta do stuff. I gotta, I gotta do something to improve my character. <clears throat> um, so that that's um, that's my pivotal moment, and it only started only this year that, uh, unfortunately, uh, we split. Uh, mid next year and before that I, I was I was kind of um, losing myself in a way because I valued my relationship my relationship with her so much that mm-hmm. I kind of got uh, I kind of lost myself a bit and her um, um, she had her issues like she had some trust issues that I won't get into but it, her trust issues affected me which led me to question myself as well. And I started to like go a little bit downhill and I kind of, yeah, like I said, I kind of lost myself. I lost my confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, so as soon as I felt like I wasn't uh, starting to feel I wasn't good enough, you know, and um, I felt like I was, my relationship was slipping away because of my lack of mm-hmm. love and which led me to uh, to make a decision to get some help. Um, so I reached out to a, um, a men's a men's coach, so to speak. And this particular um, group of people, they specializing they specializing saving a marriage, mm. right? Mm. Right? Because um, because I viewed my relationship as if it was a marriage. Because I've already made the decision, like, yep, this girl's. I trust her. Uh, I would trust her to raise my children because I, I believe that she's a wonderful woman. Right. And right. she would make a great mom. Right. Um, and then, yeah, and I just felt like, all right, there's some stuff I need to work on because I noticed I have, I still have these boyish, childish behaviors 
mm-hmm. that I, I want to work on. Um, so that's what led me to get a men's coach or a mentor or a coach. Right. And so I've been doing that for three months. Um, so uh, I was halfway through my coaching and unfortunately during midway, um, she decided to break up with me, mm-hmm. which during our time, uh, before that I was literally every day I would read, uh, I'd do, I'd do any, uh, I would do anything to learn, to grow as a man, just, you know, just reading, reading all these books every day and just to improve myself. Um, yeah. And to value this relationship so much and doing all this work and when you hit to a certain point where she come tells you it's over oh fuck (laughs) (laughs) it's like a ton of bricks that dropped on you yeah wow that was tough Mm. that was tough and that we broke up around um end of may so around june Mm. and um man i was i was devastated bro i was um Mm. like I wasn't suicidal, but I was, I, and I've, I've been through, I was, I've been through that kind of phase early, early in my life. But when I, when that happened, it wasn't, I wasn't in that mindset. I was just like, this is really fucking shit. Every right. fucking day for the past, only up until like November. Uh, it was just, every day was just, this is fucking shit. And I'm so sad. It's like, because, it, t- it takes a fucking breath out of your lungs, dog. Yeah, like, you know, because to me, she was the love of my life, right? Like, I didn't want anyone else, you know? Yeah. And I was also in the mindset of, like, she was the one. She was, I, I trusted her to be my the, the mother of my child, um, sort of thing, you know? And, um, yeah, I still get I still get emotional about it, but... So far, I'm feeling good uh, right now. So, <laughs> great. <laughs> yeah. Hey, today was good, right? <laughs> that's, yeah. that's about all we got. No, brother, I, I completely understand that. And that, and that's huge. That's huge. So, my, yo, I, one, I have a ton of questions, and thank you for sharing that with me and, and everyone who's listening to this. But, yo, I know exactly what you mean, that pain of making that decision because one we should always intentionally date we should date to marry i i, I believe we should date to marry there's no other, there's no other reason to waste anyone's time and especially yours um so you're i'm not going to say you shouldn't even have thought about marry. no yes bro like that's that's what you do and that's devastating you know when 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 things fall apart when things crumble you know completely blindsided too you know because you're the way you see it, you're working on yourself you're becoming the best man that you can be for the relationship for for her and all of this um my question is with all this work you were doing were you genuinely happy on the inside and know that you were doing it for yourself um at first during the during the time i was having the coaching um in all honesty, I was doing it for an outcome. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I was doing it for myself, but at the same time, I was doing. If so, I'll give you an analogy. Like, so, it was like, if I do this, I'll get that. 
Right. You're, you know you're doing mean? it for the reward. You're doing yeah, it for, for the reward or any, or, you know, whatever. But yeah. it was good for me to do, it was to, to do the coaching. Like, Absolutely. You know, and the, go ahead. Oh, yeah. And I, you know, I, I built a, a, um, a relationship with my coach, which then turned into a mentor to me now. Because, bro, like, I think me getting that, uh, that coaching and establishing a relationship with my mentor fucking the best thing in the whole world because bro like honestly like i wouldn't be as good like confident now like I, obviously i had to heal right like, you know I was, I was i'm still healing a little bit but we're I'm, never I'm, done healing we're yeah, never done yeah. healing. <laughs> but, but i'm at this stage now i'm fucking good like you know i mm. I, I i got my mojo back <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> you know what i mean Yes. Um, but that, that helped um, being on Clubhouse to me has been really helpful because yes. I, I get to meet uh, cool people like you I've met a few people on Clubhouse too you know and um, man like the combination of meeting good people on Clubhouse having their coaching um, and just sitting with the suffering really helps me you know, you know like when you suffer Mm-hmm. And it's good to suffer way. because you're persevering that suffering, right? Yeah. And how I like to tell people, like, you know, don't shove away. I'm sure you heard this as well, but don't shove away your feelings. Sit with the feelings. Sit what you're currently dealing with instead of just pushing it on the, in a corner because that that thing in that corner there, he's not going away. He or she's not going away. That thing's staring at you. Mm-hmm. the whole time until you fucking deal with it right exactly so for me it was just um i needed to sit like imagine imagine yourself sitting on the curb on the side of the road and you're just feeling really sad mm-hmm. right? i just wanted to be sad for the next three months because yeah. because the events that happened before like it really fucking broke me yeah and um yeah, it took me a while to get over it, like to to actually be in the shit and be like, I'm done. Mm. I'm ready to move on. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The yeah. the beautiful thing about that is that I've done that. Dude. I did it for six months, sat by myself in my thoughts, like sitting there just thinking about the shit that I did that got me to this point and it was all me it was all my fault I was a drunk I was drinking and driving a freaking drug addict alcoholic all of that and I was in prison because of that at the age of 24 the age of 23 to be exact I turned 24 in prison insane and I had to sit with that so I know exactly what you're going through and and I don't ever say that to compare pain because I believe that pain is pain just because I got cut on my arm and you got cut on your leg doesn't mean that we that it didn't hurt the same yeah. it still fucking hurt dog i promise you that i promise yeah, yeah. you that sure. and 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 i see it all the same and and it's beautiful that you that you learned that through that process to just sit there and feel that pain because i always say imagine imagine your emotions as a sea and you walk down to the shore and you let these emotions crash upon you you can't push that you can't push that tide away you can't they just crash upon you and then they reside and they go back into the ocean. And and I think that that has helped me so much when sitting with my pain. And it's so beautiful that you say that sitting with my pain and I just want it to be sad 
because I believe the first stage of healing, I believe there's four stages. We can get into that, but the first stage is acknowledging the pain. Pain is the catalyst to growth. Pain puts you in a period where you have to make a choice. So I don't think your pivotal moment was the breakup. I think that was the initiation of your pivotal yeah. moment. Yeah. I think, I think, I think you had a little bit more realization, a little bit more growth, a little bit more control when you sat in that pain. Now I can be completely wrong because I don't know your life, and I'm not going to tell you how to live it, and I'm not yeah, your yeah, coach yeah. nor your mentor. Yeah. But that's so powerful to me that you learned that through your pain. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, I would say, yeah, she she initiated that, and then, boom, all the all the sad, bad feelings, whatnot. Um, I shouldn't say bad. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beast. It's just, you know, yeah. it. But uh, <laughs> um, but she like having that happen, and for me to persevere with the help of my mentor, um, to guide me through because my mentor like. Without him, man, like I wouldn't be, yeah, like I said, I wouldn't be the man that I am now. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was just really fucking helpful to have someone who experienced what I'm experiencing, right? And to ask the right questions and uh, when to push me, when not to push me, etc. Um, it was just, man, it just, it was really, really comforting to have someone to guide me. Where I, where I need uh, what I need to do or or just do nothing you know and just like just sit with it just let it be and then things will start to over time things start to like pan out mm-hmm. later on once the tide is once the tide is uh, settled you know and be able to see clearly now isn't that beautiful that time is the best medicine yeah time time is the best medicine is that all we need is just a little bit of time and we'll be all right <laughs> yeah like uh yeah it's just um i learned a lot you know i learned a lot with in terms of you heal at your own pace mm. you know you heal at your own pace like you can have you can have friends or family you tell you like you know get over it or you'll you'll find someone else or um move on you know and this is and you know you can and you can tell how i would feel if i hear, hear that shit when, when you're going through that pain you know fuck off <laughs> like, let me let me leave me alone <laughs> right right like i'm not ready to like i'm not ready to let go like fuck i couldn't let go bro because mm-hmm. I didn't want to. I didn't want to let go because I still fucking love her. I still love her to this day. Yeah, but as you should. As you should. We should always yeah. operate from unconditional love. Yeah, yeah. 100%. But now, uh, because I, I managed to get my mojo back, I, you know, you know, I started to flirt for the first time, you know? Ooh, and, okay. And, you know, when I fucking flirt, I'm fucking flirting. You know, okay, my man said, hey, I'm, I'm out here. I'm shooting shots. Okay. <laughs> Right, and, and um, I realized like I still love this person deep down in my heart, but I'm able to love others 
you know, not just girls, but I'm able to love, love, give you my love, you know, I'm giving you my attention right now, you know, like I'm just, I, I'm, I'm in a place where like, I'm, my cup was filled, just by just by sitting with the pain that I was going through, and all the learnings that I've collect along the way, and um, yeah, like whoever's like listening to this, if you're going through a shitty time, man, like sit with it, cause and do do you at your own pace don't live on any anyone else's sort of terms right like you want to you want to live on your own terms you know then like um when you're ready when you're ready to take that one step forward you can when you're ready but if you feel like you're not ready just stay there it's all good it's okay to stay where you are you know what i mean because it's your own it's your own journey and um yeah <laughs> and, you, and you said it just perfectly just like that it's a journey it's not a race it's not it's not a destination it's a journey one i don't believe we are ever healed i think i i think i will be 60 years old and still healing from something that happened when i was 58 you know what i mean it is it is definitely a journey it's a cycle it's something that we're always going and that's a beautiful message man just do you Sit with your pain. Things are gonna work itself out. Time's the best healer. You can you heal at your own pace. You're absolutely right, man. Because sometimes we we need to feel that, man. I I'm such a sensitive person. I want to feel all my emotions, and that and that's the beautiful thing about me is that I learned how to sit with my pain. Is that I listened in and I tune I tune into the darkest frequency and I I journal it. I write it down. Uh, when when I'm when I'm turn when I'm tuned into that. To that dark fr frequency in my head and i'm telling myself that i'm not worth it and i'm and i'm selfish and and that nobody likes me and all all, all the negative bad dialogue i write it down i write it all down and then i rip that page out of my journal crumble it up throw it away and i just know that yeah. it's it's a new page uh, I, none of that shit is real it doesn't matter and i can i create what i want right in front of me on the new page brother and, and that that is something that i've realized with sitting in that pain because i used to run from them thoughts when they would come up i'd be no 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 you know, here comes the bad thoughts but i had to kill that bear that's what i call it when you when, we, when we're facing those fears that we don't that we don't want to see it, it's killing the bear and it's, it's so beautiful because it actually came from a uh, a movie scene of a movie that somebody suggested for me to watch and these two guys are trapped in the woods and one guy is sharpening a stick they're sitting around a fire and there's this bear that's stalking them and and one of the guys says to the, the other guy he says that bear's gonna get us he's terrified he's gonna kill us he's gonna trap us he's gonna eat us he's gonna kill us he's gonna rip us apart and he said has has a man ever killed a bear before uh, and the guy says, well, yeah. And he said, so why can't we? Well, one man can do, another man can. So why can't I kill the bear? Yeah. And, I, and that kind of hit me in a way like, we're, we all have similar feel, fears. If somebody else can put down the in, insecurity of, of their body, if somebody can beat an eating disorder, if somebody can beat, you know, that that bad negative self-talk, those limiting beliefs, why can't I? Mm. Kill the fucking bear. Mm. 
and one thing that I, I realized once I started taking on the bear and looking at it's not a bear it's a little Teletubby it's a little Care Bear probably at most it, it, it shows its little eyes out of the closet we run away from it and and sometimes I just shove it back in the closet and I say not right now not today I ain't got time to do it you. I, I, hey imposter syndrome not today not gonna do it <laughs> and, and, that, and that helps me so 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 much and it's just kind of a mindset that i've delivered i'm sorry i kind of just went off on there but you break it up so so much in me brother um my question is so what is the mindset today what is darren about right now today in this moment moving forward progressive thinking where's the mindset at today the mindset is the mindset is for me to focus on being the loving person that I am. And um, I'm a very caring person. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, to summarize, that, that, for me to focus on me being the loving person that I am and continue to grow as a man. I mean, that's the, that's the main focus. Um, and oh, okay. So another focus for me is to, so I got, so this is an idea that you might want to take on, uh, but this is how I dealt with, with my, uh, with my healing for the past few months. Um, I have three kind of archetypes that I embedded within myself. There's the little boy or the little, the inner child, or uh, if he is known, known as, but I call him the little boy. And the little boy to me is like my five-year-old self, where the five-year-old self is a a loving, fun kind of guy, a little dude who like, when he sees a beautiful girl, he's like, oh my God, you're so beautiful. You know, like, (laughs) it was like, oh dude, that's so freaking cool. I love your car, I love your shirt, I love your watch. I mean, like, and (laughs) it's that fun little archetype, but you can, but the little boy can be like, he can ch- he chuck a tantrum like, oh, I didn't get what I want, you know. Oh, you're, you're such a meanie sort of thing, you know. That kind of that kind of little uh, behavior, right? So there's there's the good and bad of that little, the little boy, and the arch- other archetype is the critic, and mm-hmm. this is the, this is this is the um, you know what you said the the negative thoughts that will come into your head, like so that's the critic to me, and this like i was really fucking hard on myself like i like i was literally finger wagging myself mm. you're a fucking piece of shit you're mm. not fucking good enough mm. <laughs> you know like you're not man enough you know what i mean um mm. i know exactly what you mean brother and uh that's uh that was a, a an archetype or voice that i need to really sit down with as like imagine like a like a dark room with, with a light of light yeah. in, from the ceiling and you got me the little boy and the critic in the on that table mm. and um and the third archetype is the the father or the wise the wise king mm. right and he's the the wise the reasoning um the ex- explanation of why things happen or why things are and his his role is to basically father the little boy the critic because the little boy and the critic could be misunderstood or don't understand and 
it's the the father is to basically pull those two together even myself because i'm i'm the i'm the real the real thing right i'm and that's <laughs> and <cool>. me <laughs> yeah. yeah so all four of us come together and we we um we synchronize we you know it draw that kind of energy from each archetype and um so yeah so the main focus for me is to father myself mm. i need to tap into my inner king or the, the father in me because mm. i was just a boy only if you like this year i was still a boy mm. even at the age of 28 i felt like i was still a boy and for me the main focus is to be the be the loving person that I am, but also father myself. Because I want to be a great, I want to be a father, a real father myself, right? So in order for me to practice being a good father, I have to father myself. Because I still have that little boy energy in me, right? Absolutely. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's quite a profound idea, but um, it's been what's what's been help, helping me, and um, like I said on a journey of a manhood, right? <laughs> I want to be a good father one day, sorry. I love that, I love that. And <laughs> I love as you say, you're on a journey for manhood, um, as am I, as, as am I. Um, didn't have too much of a positive uh, male uh, role model in my life. My yeah. father wasn't around too much, he was uh, in prison. And, um, and I have four sisters raised by my mother. So I don't even got a brother to show me what, it, what a man looks like, you know? And so I had to figure this out by myself and I'm still figuring it out. I'm still on that journey of manhood. And the beautiful thing about that, about, about the little boy, the critic and the father that you have, that you have uh, created. It's so beautiful because I, I do this, I do something similar. I, I future cast. I, 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 I'm really focused on stepping into the man that I was made to be. Mm-hmm. And um, that's kind of the principle that I'm that I'm that I'm living on, that I'm building on, that I'm realizing is that this man that that I see off in the distance that I don't know what looks like, but could be maybe might be me, but he I don't know he's achieved so much. No, that is me. I know what that man looks like. I know he gets his hair cut every Tuesday at 2 p.m. I know that man shows up to work at 8, at 8.15 every single day when he's supposed to be there at 8. You know, I know that man runs a little bit behind because he likes to rush up the deadline. I know I know who that man is. I talk to that man, and that man is my future self. I know what I look like. I know that I, I, that I, got, a, I got a little bit of grays coming in on the side first because this is the thickest part of my beard. You know, I, I, I know that man who I'm going to be in five years, who I'm going to be in 10 years, 40 years, the things that I'm going to accomplish, where I'm going to live, the houses I'm going to live in, the houses I'm going to sell. I know all of that. The businesses I'm going to, I future cast and I live and I live and I live and I live in those intentions today because what God is here is not going to get us there. Being the little boy that we were all last year, all this year, you know, whatever it may be, it's not going to turn us into the man that we want to be. So we got to switch it up. And that's what I see in that. And I, and I love that. And I love that, that you're intentionally trying to father yourself because you're seeking that guidance from that inner wisdom. And I see guidance for my future self. You know, part of my morning routine is I wake up, I grab my Bible, I, re- I read my chapter, I say my, I say my, uh, say my prayers, I journal my gratitude, 
and then I make a 20 second call to my future self. And I, I literally just tell myself to remember me as I am now. And I journal and I journal this call. So I have all these 20 second calls, you know, and I, I literally take 20 seconds. I just write down what I would say really quick. And I'm like, all right, my future self needed to hear this today. You know, so many times that we look back and be like, oh, what would I say to my past self? What would I say to the, the little boy I was? Well, the little boy's already existed. We can nurture him and we can, and we can know when he's outraged. We can know when he's angry. We can know when he's happy. We can know when to tap into that joy. But what does Father Darren look like? What is the greatest thing you're going to achieve, Darren? What is the most important relationship to you? You know what I mean? Um, can you repeat that question? In a different way. <laughs> in a different way. <laughs> I know, hey, you know me, I'll get going, man. I'll get going. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, that's, that's a lot. Oh, hang on. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> hang on. <laughs> you didn't know you unlocked something in me, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know, right? This is, this is what I'm working on, dude. I'm yeah, telling yeah. I'm, I'm building programs on this, brother. So I love that. Um, the, uh, the most influential question to my pivotal moment, I, I believe we have more than one pivotal moment. I believe we are pivoting always. Um, I'm pivoting right now. I'm shifting my life. I'm shifting my mindset. I'm, I'm using my imagination instead of standing in my ego. And um, so I ask, what will be the greatest thing you'll ever achieve? You don't got to answer that now. That, that requires thought. That requires a relationship with your father self, with your future self, with the man that you're going to become. I'm so excited to see your journey. I'm so excited to see how that unfolds. Um, I can answer your question in a, in, a draft, in a draft sense. Absolutely. Go ahead. Put it out there. Put it in the universe. Let's go, bro. Draft. <laughs> draft answer. That's <laughs> yeah, a rough draft. A rough draft. <laughs> we'll come back to it. I love it. What do you got for me? I think um, the greatest thing I'm going to achieve, I think, is it's an ongoing process of being a father. I think that'll be the most greatest achievement. You know? And um, and in, in order for me to succeed in that, I need to take care of myself. I need to take care of the little boy in me because, you know, little little boy is great. He's so fun. Like I'm, he's such a loving person, and that's what I tap into in the most in the positive in a positive way. But when the little boy becomes, uh, you know. Uh, would say well he'll get upset when he didn't get what he wanted you know but I have to put it on put on my father cap on it's like hey look you didn't get what you wanted right but it's okay like there's more like for example in t on context of, of dating oh I'm upset because she's not texting me back but it's, and the father with me was tell me it's okay Maybe she's not interested. And you, you, if you were to chase, it will be a waste of time. And you want to spend that energy on someone else. 
so to speak you know in, in a simple context in that you know what i mean and um yeah chance yeah just to uh, the greatest achievement would be being a father and in order for me to to practice of being a father is to practice being a father to myself take care of myself you know take care of my body and you know what resonated resonated with me when you said uh, uh your morning routine you uh, wake up you read your bible you say your prayers and you do your 20 second uh, journaling so my mine's pretty similar so i would wake up i'll drink my pre-workout hit the gym <laughs> right i'll go all out at the gym i freaking kill myself at the gym and make sure i can get a good pump and good workout yeah and i'll come back home i have a shower and then i'll um read the bible read a chapter a chapter a day right yeah and and i would uh, i would uh pray uh, i would give in some positive energy for people who i love you know like i think give thoughts to whoever i'm thinking about just have that honest conversation with him and um and that's when i start my day i'll tackle my day because sort of like grounding myself you know what i mean just getting stuff done that for you and then everything else I, i've achieved i've done things good I, i've done things in the morning right and then everything else can follow through from that but those I, things are like my must-dos that, that's that morning discipline that's that yeah. morning discipline that's the things that keep you going that's the things that drive you that's 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 what fuels the why is what i call it we have the why and then we have what fuels the why the things that have to work in order for you to work in order for you to achieve that purpose i love that brother i love that i love i love where your priorities are i love how you think i love what you do i love the work that you do on yourself i love how you're trying to father yourself um So with, with us with us nearing this hour, because my my question is how can I how can I support you? How can how can anyone support you in what you're doing? And and what are you I'm trying to trying to think of the best way to phrase this? How can I support you in achieving your biggest accomplishment? Which is really hard because of what your biggest accomplishment is going to be, is normally what I ask. So I'm not even going to ask that. I'm going to edit that part out. So don't worry about that. <laughs> My question to you is, um, if you had one advice to give on mindset of somebody who's going through a breakup, somebody who thinks that everything is just shit right now, um, what is your one piece of advice for you to give them? One piece. One piece of advice. One piece. If someone's going through a breakup. It's okay to choose to be sad. Choose to be sad. It's okay to be sad. And you can be sad for how long you want to be sad. And when you're ready, done being sad, when you be able to alright I'm going to change from being sad and then maybe be angry a little bit <laughs> or however you want to choose to however you choose to want to feel but 
obviously after a breakup give yourself allow yourself to be sad allow yourself to cry right but um but cry have that moment for yourself to be in that sadness and when you're done go to the next stage however you want to choose to i think that's the only right only advice i'll give just it's okay it's okay to be sad and cry because that. that was me bro i was fucking crying every day man it was fucked but it was good at the same time you know man. yeah <laughs> man that, man yeah that, that crying is needed sometimes brother I, and I, i'm i'm full-fledged to it i actually have a rose tattooed on me to remind myself that i'm that i'm delicate and it's okay to cry it's okay to be sensitive so I, I i truly believe in that as long as it's our choice and it's not by the power of the ego it's not by somebody else's influence it's not by a negative mindset but it's our choice to release i think crying is a beautiful release mechanism i think being angry shouting breaking things in the right environment in the right space is a beautiful way of expression a beautiful way of getting that out so axe throwing all the good stuff um the crying the long walks on the beach sign me up brother that is me i love that um biggest takeaway biggest takeaway from the interview from our chit chat what do you think it is biggest takeaway um i think the biggest takeaway for me is to get to know you a little bit as well uh I get to know you um we've only shared a few rooms on clubhouse and, and i've seen some of your work on instagram and man like seriously like when you smile on your reels it's fucking powerful bro seriously like your smile is just like boom abundance of energy and love it's fucking amazing man <laughs> thank you brother i appreciate that so much <laughs> yeah. yeah another takeaway for me is to share a little bit about me as well and what a bit of my journey and i appreciate you giving me the opportunity to share um because i believe that not many good uh, male role models i shouldn't say that it's just i know there's a lot of guys out there who may not have good role models and for us to to do this and share our stories and who to whoever's listening you know like these are just you and i i believe we're pretty authentic you know and we just you know share our share our experience and you know we're we're all human and um we all go through pain and suffering but we're here to support each other you know we're all human and um you know there's hate in the world and there's jealousy and resentment but you know if you get to know like good people and just people who just want to develop themselves i think um it's a good place to start on you on, on whoever's listening on their own journey um, yeah, I'm just really grateful to be with you today and yeah, just have just have the space to talk about things and yeah. <laughs> I definitely see a part two coming in the future, so don't you worry about that, brother. I, sure. <laughs> I, I definitely want to co-create with you, maybe run some safe spaces for men in a clubhouse with you. 
um we could definitely do that uh we gotta start brainstorming man because I, I think you're you're an amazing human being with an amazing soul and the world needs to hear your story they need to, they need to hear how you think and and i think a lot of people would benefit from bothering themselves so i appreciate you coming here showing up as you are being authentic um and always being authentic every time we every time we talk you know it, it's coming from the mind integrated with the heart and you know that's all that's everything that i'm about mindset and heart space so um i love that brother thank you i, I it's honestly truly a blessing to be here with you and um get to know you a little bit better i feel like this is the start of a beautiful friendship um yeah. I, i'm super yeah, super cool. i'm super excited um Thank you, brother. Go ahead. Tell everybody where they can find you on the socials uh, and all that good stuff. And we'll wrap her up. Uh, yeah, um, you can find me on Instagram, promoting underscore masculinity. Um. <laughs> I, I love your username. I love Every time I see you pop up on my stories, I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> um, so the idea of that is to basically uh, share, uh, share what I've learned for the past two years and um, whoever is wanting to develop themselves as a person, I can give you my experience and you can either, you know, take up on it or you don't, it's okay. I'm just, I'm just here to promote the masculine energy and it's great. Love that. I love that. And you're doing an amazing job of it, brother. I love, I love what you're doing on Instagram. Um, like I said, I want to co-create with you. We're going to have to drop in on some Instagram lives or something. Just be on the lookout for, for Darren and Jay. I'm telling so, <laughs> you never know. Thank you. Like I said, thank you. It was a blessing having you on the show. Um, absolutely, man. Um, I wish you a good, a good day since it's day over there in Australia and it's night over here. You know, Darren's in the future. <laughs> I, I, I am talking to my future self right now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Love it. Hey, I, I appreciate you.